There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I didn't realize he was in that much of a dark place. And in my darkest times of us being together, I didn't tell him I was in my darkest place. And I think about how many couples do that, where they maybe put on a good face, they say they're fine, they try to put on, you know, the happy, brave face for the sake of the relationship, or maybe one of you is struggling, so you want to show up happy, but you're still struggling yourself. How many of us convince ourselves that we're fine? I hope people hear that. I mean, I can feel my heart pounding as you're saying that. What was, you're a, you're a partner of this person. Like I'm going to ask this question representing partners all around the world who may be with somebody who's, you know, in a dark place, has this incredible potential. You see it, but they're not seeing it or they're not able to embody it. What was happening in your mind? How did you give him patience and then also let him know when the time was there? In hindsight, realizing how deep he got and how many signs I may have missed, how many things, he wasn't just coming out and saying it. And then vice versa, when I was in that situation, I wasn't telling him. And don't even ask ourselves the question of, are you happy? Is there a change you need to make? And so if we don't even ask ourselves that, how do we expect our partners to know? And so everything that I've heard about his dark days are all because he's spoken about them in front of the camera to try and empower others. And then the same for me, but what about those people that don't have our careers, right? Or have a YouTube show or things like that. How do they um, start to listen to their partners? I think it all comes to having the agreement that you're going to look inside yourself first and then start that communication. But if you're not saying it, if you're not saying you're unhappy, if you're not even acknowledging it within yourself, how can your partner be there for you and support you? So to me, and the one thing we always do in our relationship is we look inside first. If there's a problem with us or we're clashing over something, the very first thing we do is we go, oh, is this my fault? Or maybe even, this: if this was my fault, how could I show up differently? And that then changes the dynamic between us where I come in. And so real world example, we were clashing a few months ago. And I started to realize it's because I was getting very sensitive after he was saying certain things. And so I originally was just like, I can't believe you're just being mean. Like, you know me, we've been together for this long and you're saying something you know is actually mean. And then I would go away and I was like, okay, if this is my fault, how could it be my fault? And I'm like, oh, he's triggering me 
I've recognized he's triggering me, but it's my trigger. So first of all, I have to own that I'm being triggered. I have to identify what that trigger is. And then it is my responsibility to tell my partner what that trigger is and how he's activating it. Now, even further than that, I won't just stop there and go, so please don't say that. No, no, no. Again, we're all, we have prioritized growth and growth together. So I recognize this trigger doesn't serve me. It's like what he said many times, right? Does this serve you? Yes or no. So I recognize this trigger doesn't serve me. So what I did is I said to him, I recognize I'm being triggered. I recognize it doesn't serve me. So I'm going to be working through it. For the time being, please give me the grace to not use this word, say this, do this. And then as we go along, I'll let you know, like I'm working through it and then we can kind of work through it together. But it all stems with me having to say that. It all stems with me looking inside myself, figuring it out myself, and then communicating with that with your partner. So many of us want the other person to guess, well, they know me. I can't believe he doesn't realize I'm in a bad mood. You know, and it's it's always this like, you have to read your partner's mind or guess where they're going through or what they're going through. And just having been together for 22 years, we realized that didn't serve us. And so do, doing the inner work first, agreeing to that as a couple, and then giving your partner space to communicate with you how they're feeling, what they're going through, um, and then coming up with solutions together. But I just, I just think it's very difficult to, for a partner to have the weight of, if you see your partner's going through something, what do you do? It's like, it actually has to start with the person that's going through it. I feel like that's like a masterclass for couples that you don't need to hear it right now. Lisa, what do you hope your legacy is? Ooh. So Tom and I really spoke about this when we were deciding on kids. So I, when we got married, I was a very traditional Greek Orthodox woman. I wanted four children. Then having been thrust into a startup company called Quest Nutrition, I decided I really love business and I really wanted to go down that path. Um, and then when I started to think about kids, I was like, why, why did I want kids in the first place? Like I just started to give myself space because I didn't even question it. It was like, I just was told I was gonna have kids. So when I started to ask my, myself the question, the very first thing that came out was, oh, it's because of my legacy. And then I was like, but what does that even mean? Like we throw it out as a word, but have we identified like what legacy may mean to me? Because I think it can mean something different to each person. And so as we were sitting there, I was like, well, I want kids for a legacy. What does that actually mean? It means, okay, when I'm dead, how am I going to be remembered? Someone will remember me. And I was like, okay, well, yes, if I have kids, my kids will remember me. But is that what I want legacy to mean to me? And what I realized was like, no, we've actually dedicated our lives to global impact, to helping as many kids out there as we possibly can. And so I started to realize, oh, legacy wasn't having kids, like actually having kids. Legacy to me was creating impact that when you're gone, someone will, um, has, you have touched their lives. And to be able to meet a woman that maybe has read my book, Radical Confidence, or has said that they've seen a piece of my content and I've taken them from believing that they were maybe worthless or had no value or they didn't believe in themselves and something they heard me say shifted their mindset enough that they believed in themselves after that. And they still have to do the work and things like that, but being able to make that shift um, is such an incredible gift, I think, like gift for me that I'm able to see other people shift their lives. 
It's amazing. And so again, I can wake up every day thinking of that 14 year old girl that maybe is teased or bullied and thinks that she's no good. And yet something that I do makes her believe in herself. That just makes my heart sing. Um, and then eventually, I think um, ideally it's for someone to say they have radical confidence, but they don't realize it even came from me. That I've impacted culture and the way we think about ourselves and the way we think about confidence so much that radical confidence has now become a blueprint for all, I want to say women, but of course for everybody, to the point where they don't even realize it stemmed from me because it's such ingrained in how they think. Yeah, I can, I can feel the fire from the two of you. Radical confidence has come up, mindsets come up, age of imprints come up. I mean, all of these things that are driving you, I can feel it. My final question to you, for Tom and Lisa Bilio, what's next? Oh, you know I have my answer on lock, so. I mean, there's so many things that are what's next. The thing that I'm the most excited about so we've, we've, we've been on the, so, the side um, creating a lot of storytelling for young kids. And I've really been um, leading the female uh, story that's called Wish Academy. And it's women of impact superheroes. And it's a gossip girl meets Harry Potter. So each year is a school year, four girls in the superhero world, um, where I've kind of basically written the character as if it was me with you know, um, her superpower is empathy, but everyone thinks it's a really lame superpower because you can't fly and it's not the speed of lightning or anything like that. So everyone ignores her superpower and what you realize is, it's actually the thing that ultimately everybody wants. So getting out a story that is really directed for those young kids is so exciting to me. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.